Welcome everybody to another episode of Strife Sanctum. My name is Citizen Strife, and this week we're starting Mega May. Now, this came about because I was looking through things to talk about and games that I've done, and there were a lot of things that were kind of bunching up in a lot of the uh, things I've been doing. So a lot of the franchises, say Final Fantasy, Persona, Phoenix Wright, a lot of them have a lot of games to them. Zelda, same difference. And on occasion, I would double up, a, I would double up projects like Castlevania, uh, Aria, and Dawn of Sorrow. But then I thought about Mega Man. And then I remembered that Mega Man has so many freaking uh, games to it in so many different iterations. Mega Man Normal or Classic, Mega Man X, Mega Man Zero, Mega Man ZX, Mega Man Battle Network, Mega Man Legends, blah, 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 everything you can think of. So how the heck am I going to tackle that? And how am I going to do any of that? So I devised a method much like I did for the Ruby episodes and the Dot Hack month when I was first doing these podcasts to do a full month of Mega Man material. Mega May. If I run out of Mega Man stuff to do every year, then I could switch to Mario. But again, I'm being a little ambitious for my own good. Anyway, we'll start with Mega Man. The original, 1987. I've already done Mega Man X, and that was the one I was most familiar with as a kid. But I've gone back and played this, watched it, streamed it, seen other people do it, and... Yeah, it shows its age. But it is still... Mega Man. Um, and when, you know, recapturing, you know, knowledge for this stuff, when I was watching other people, you know, sometimes I'll watch other people play it just to get, like, a gist of it. I was even getting, like, the OST separate from the gameplay, because that's another thing you kind of have to, you know, whenever I can manage it, I try to listen in on the OSTs to see if I'm missing something. Because there's times where I don't really care about the music and nothing's memorable. Other times I'm just trying to figure out, okay, which ones do I suggest to people if they've ever gotten to it? Same idea here. What is it about Mega Man, the original, that would that would interest people who have never played it? Or if they have, what do they remember about Mega Man? Well, one thing I remember about Mega Man mostly is that a lot of the original stuff does change from game to game. But they do it in subtle ways. They're able to change things around, whether it's visuals or spectacle, or here's a different set of bosses, or here's some different music, or here's some new power-up that we haven't thought of. The addition of uh, roll, or uh, not, yeah, the addition of roll as a character on a couple of occasions, the addition of... Rush, excuse me, Rush. Why am I stupid? I rush. Um, I was thinking of Roll because she was in the um, the remake. Because I am going to also talk about the remake as well, the Powered Up from 2006, the PSP version, and some of the differences. I, I wasn't all that fond of it to a point, and, and I will mention that. But there are some subtle differences and nuances to be aware of if you do have... I mean, I, I don't know if they still have the powered-up version. So, again, this is primarily a review of the 1987 version, but I will still kind of bounce back and forth 
or at least save powered up for the end and see things that I've noticed. Because again, these games sometimes have been unavailable for a long time. You know, they came out with the Mega Man Battle Network collections recently. I'm curious about that one because Battle, Battle Network is one of the ones I'm going to do for the end of this month. But anyway, we've got Mega Man, Mega Man X2, because as I said, I've already reviewed Mega Man X, Mega Man Legends, and Battle Network. That's going to be this first year's slice. And Mega Man and Powered Up do what they need to. But I don't think anybody has ever looked at Mega Man 1 and thought, okay, this is really, 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 really good. They've looked at it and said, it set the template for things to come, but there's lots of warts to it. There's lots of little things that could be fixed, should have been fixed, but, you know, when you're trying something new, you're always like, eh, all right. First of those is if you're coming into it normally thinking, okay, there's eight robot masters. no. There's only six. There was an indication of making other ones. Bond Man, who was an adhesive Bond thing, and, and Time Man, I believe, were the other two. They never made it. They made another one for Powered Up, who was Oil Man, but they really just kept the seven, or they kept the six. Excuse me. They kept Guts Man, Bomb Man, Elec Man, Ice Man, Fire Man, and Cut Man. And that was it. And really, the function is the same as any Mega Man. You find a boss, find a person with their weakness, go through their stages, get their thing that is the weakness to another boss, and repeat. So, really, this will follow the same pattern that I did for the Mega Man X review. So, Mega Man X and Sonic, when I did those, I kind of cut them into, like, what is the stage layout? What is the boss like? What is the vibe of the stage? What is the music like? I'm not going to do all the rankings like I did for Sonic. I felt that was a little too much. It, it felt like a cool idea, but the more I thought about it, the more intense it was just. I think keeping it simple and discussing just the stages as they are or the vibes of the stages was good enough. So... We'll get to that, and we'll go stage by stage, and then we'll include the Wily stages as well. Because, of course, Dr. Wily's the enemy, because he almost always is. Um, running gag. Um, as far as a story, not that we really need a story for a Mega Man game, but it's there. The idea is that Dr. Wily and Dr. Light were creating robots to help the place known as Monsteropolis. Or what would be Monsteropolis once Dr. Wily took over. So many different machines with many different functions. Some would clean things, some would dig out, you know, resources from mines, some would run electric power plants. You get the idea. So they were designed for specific purposes. And Dr. Wily said, nope, I'm going to take them for myself because I'm an evil maniac. <laughs> you know, they would flesh him out more and more. But realistically, once you've seen Dr. Wily or Bowser or whatever, you've kind of seen them and know what their motivations are are um and powered up does a little bit more in trying to flesh out the story because in Mega Man 1 you don't you don't have any story you have to follow the guide the the limitations of the software were so prevalent that you popped up the opening screen you popped up the six robot master screen you had no dialogue no nothing, it was just there. Even Mega Man 2 had like an opening screen, the 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 thing from the top of the uh, top of the building where the awesome music plays. They really didn't have that. They had the ending and then that was it. 
because you just kind of had to go with the game as it was and do what it was. Dr. Wiley showed up and had his little pod, but realistically, it was like there's not much indication of what's going on unless you read the manual. Powered Up at least tries to give you something, but I will admit this, the voice acting is not very good. Mega Man's had a spotty history of, of voice acting, as I've said in, in other reviews. I remember stating that Maverick Hunter was actually halfway decent and in a, you know, not the best voice acting. Storm Tornado! All over and over, exactly. But again, it was good enough, right? Because when you think of Mega Man and voice acting, you think of Mega Man 8, I'm Cloud Man! You know, you think of Dr. Wiley, you know, you think of that shit. And then you think of like the Iris scene for Mega Man X4, you know, the what am I living for stuff. This is on that tier. Maybe even worse. Because Powered Up is trying to be a very kid-friendly version of Mega Man. Not saying that Mega Man isn't kid-friendly, but Mega Man X was meant to be kind of the more mature-ish way of doing things. And, like, Mega Man 7, Mega Man Powered Up, they're just kind of, like, really goofy, really, like, lighthearted, which is fine. You're trying to light, get kids to like it, and really, like, I don't know many kids that would be able to beat Mega Man, but you could, I guess. I mean, but, again, Powered Up is just very, very, bleh. you know, the voice acting and the direction is just... That level of, you know, whenever people say the voice acting's in dubs suck. Yeah, it's it's that sort of thing. So, yeah, not not high marks for them. So, what they do with Mega Man Powered Up, at least, is they give you the old style. So, if you don't want to hear the story, you can switch to what is known as old style, which has the same layouts of the, of the, um, of the old Mega Man, or Mega Man setup, the same stages, variations of the same music with chiptune variations it's a little better uh, all, uh, but you also have the updated visuals it looks a little chibi and Mega Man's head like you don't notice it in the original versions but in powered up you just just gigantic freaking chibi head it's like a nendoroid thing and it's not a it's not a flattering look especially if you zoom in like the new version does it's ugh. but yeah it's it's there i mean I liked it, but I also kind of didn't, if that means anything. So most of the thing is I will stick with Mega Man as it is, and Mega Man proper, because that's how it should be. Um, if you're going to make a good version, make a good version across the board, but whatever. Anyway, so how do you fight Dr. Wily? Where do you go? What do you do? We'll start with Bomb Man. And Bomb Man, um, it's a, it's a stage... I don't know. I do think that the powered up version makes it a little better. It looks more like a bomb disposal plant or a bomb, like a explosions creation factory kind of thing. Like um, in the original, there was a lot of like white spheres and white lines everywhere. And you're doing a lot of climbing. There's a lot of it, it's not as vertical a stage as some of the other places, but there's a lot of enemies that kind of, you know, shoot bombs out at you. They jump out at you and shoot bombs, you know, because bomb man and everything like that. So even though there's not too much verticality, there is still enough, and it's a very kind of frustrating level where you have to kind of shoot and go around it and do things of that nature. I just don't like the look. Because some of this, because my biggest fear when I was re-watching footage was 
what do the stages look like? And I kind of figured Mega Man 1 shared a lot of Bomb Man's aesthetic, which I was thankfully wrong about as soon as other stages came about. Because Bomb Man is very bleh as a stage layout. The whites, the very weird lines, it doesn't look very well made. I know this is an 8-bit hardware, but it's still very basic looking. It's not the greatest. Um, as far as the stage goes, it's you know, jump and shoot and spikes and avoid all that junk. You get to Bomb Man. But even before you get to Bomb Man, there's something unique about Mega Man, which other games really should have done more. I know Mega Man X did, but I don't know any others that did. Was you've heard of the, you know, the doors that have the Dr. Wily logo or whatever. And then you go into the other stage and that's your checkpoint. And then you go in and that's the actual boss room. Not so much in this one. It, it, they actually gave you like an extra room to farm items or an extra little challenge depending on what the level is. Whether it's a vertical level, a, a downwards level, mostly it's off to the side. This one I believe kind of goes to the side and then goes down. And it gives you a little extra stuff to do before you even enter the door. That's not something I've seen in other stages. I, I did see it in Mega Man X when they avoided the boss rush in favor of an actual level with bosses darted in. Mega Man does the same thing. So instead of having, ooh, it's a boss rush, here's everything, and here's the doors, and just go, you know, which is pretty basic and standard, you actually have to go through a bit of a stage layout to fight the bosses over again. And you still have to do the boss rush again in Mega Man, so it's not like you're missing it. So, subtle differences to that original thing. I, I prefer this method because it gives you a little bit more to do. I just think it's kind of lazy to just, here's a boss rush, you fought them before, so fight them again, you know. At least have a little bit more variety in where your stage layouts are. Anyway, Bomb Man throws bombs. That's it, he throws bombs at you and jumps. He throws bombs at you and jumps. Don't expect too much uh, intricacy in these early, you know, bosses. A lot of their, honestly, a lot of their damage, unless they're Iceman and uh, I believe Fireman, was from contact damage. Yeah, the main idea is avoid the bombs, but also don't run your ass into those big freaking bosses because they take a chunk of your health. Uh, if you If you survive him, you'll... You know, later on, find out that his weakness is Firestorm. But say, for instance, you don't have that. You go Buster only. You get the Hyper Bomb. And the cool thing about Mega Man is, you know, you go in kind of a, a sequence. So even if you break it and go back, you can always find a weakness later. But Bomb Man was the first one. You get the Hyper Bomb, which is the same idea. Throw a bomb. But it takes like two seconds or so to explode. So it's kind of like a bomb you know, like a fast-acting bomb from Mario. So it's a little wonky to, to time it right, but it can be useful. Um, next is Gutsman. And he mines out mining stuff, and he is a minecart level, sort of. He's Mega Man loves to do the mining levels. I've really noticed that quite a bit. Mining, mine levels, mine carts, mountains with mines, lots of that mining shit. I mean, it makes sense. Where is Dr. Wily going to get all his resources from? Sure. But, you know, power plants, ice levels, fire levels, you know, it's basic elemental shit. But I'm also like, hmm, there's always a mining level. There's always a mountain level somewhere. 
Um, sometimes there's a jungle level to at least make some variation. But anyway, that being said, what does what does Gutsman level have that makes it special? Well, aside from the fact that there's a spike trap spot, you you like midway through the level, you have to go down certain levels, and if you choose wrong and you don't kind of slide to a direction fast enough there's a spike pit just sitting there so it's kind of a trial and error but it's notorious i would think for the rail platforms and they have death pits on them so there's a little tiny platform that mega man must jump on and the first one's fine but as soon as you get to the second one that's underneath it so you have to jump it and avoid dying but then you have to keep jumping because there's a spot that's a thinner rail and the the platform will just go not even not even donut block it'll just go just down right away and it goes and then to make matters worse there's like three or four on the third platform all the way that goes all the way to the right and if that wasn't bad enough say you get all the jumps you avoid dying you have a leap of faith which is a very long jump for early Mega Man who has no dashes, no slides, no rush, no beats, no nothing. Just get over the damn thing and survive. And that sucks. But if you get through that early death trap and you get through the spike pit shit, you can make it to Gutsman and he throws stuff. So he does all the jumping that everybody else does, but because he's gigantic, he shakes the ground and he gets you stuck. So then he throws a boulder at you so you can't really dodge it. And those boulders hurt. But if you can time the, the hyper bombs just right, you can knock him out and then get the super arm. You'll notice that throughout certain levels, including ones that have some special stuff in it, they'll have these blocks that are shaped like the things that he uses. And some bosses have them as well, not just for weakness's sake, but just for reference. Sometimes, not always, but sometimes they'll have the super arm blocks in the, the boss stages. So that's something to be aware of, To because that's really the only use of the super arm, is to grab those blocks and chuck them. Um... But we get through Gutsman and we get to Cutman. And this one is, again, not the best representation of a forest level I've ever seen, but that's what it's supposed to be. I think the powered up version does a better job. But you get through the forest level because Cutman has like kind of a kind of those pincers or shears on the top of his head. So he's a lumber expert. And it's to me, it was a lot of like enemies that would run through the stage and kind of run at you i called it vroom vroom attacks there's a lot of bullet hell too there's a lot of enemies not quite the same way as bomb man but it was a lot of just bullets just bullets everywhere going after you um but if you get to cut man he jumps and he shoots the cutter from from the from his head and he tries to hit you. Um, but if you get the super arm blocks, if you get there's two of them in there. You hit him once, he's good. Hit him a second time, he's dead. If not, you could just use other weapons or the buster and survive. And you get the rolling cutter, which is exactly what it sounds like. Just snip at people with, with the cuts, you know, the scissors. Alekman is next. And you get a nuclear power plant, because go figure. This is, much like certain other stages, a very vertical level much like Cutman was. And I'd say this one was the most vertical level out of all of them. And a lot of the issues with Electman stage is a lot of like weird roaming spike traps, but there's also these like electrical currents. Several parts of the stage, you'd kind of have to pick what you were doing. 
you have to kind of go out to one side. If you go to the left, you're in the outdoors. If you go to the right, you're kind of in an indoor space with a lot of like electrical currents and their crap. It didn't look like it was all that useful to go to the right. Um, but if you keep going up and up and up, it's almost, it's a very similar stage in the second game. Um, the difference in this, in the second game is that as you go vertical, the stage kind of goes dark, almost as if you were in a space. That doesn't happen in this game. It's still, you know, a little primitive visuals-wise. But it's the same similar idea. You get to Alekman, and then you find the Thunderbeam, because you beat him with the rolling cutters. He's not too terrible. He's just shooting you with electricity. You can dodge it pretty well. Um, another thing to note about Electman stage is the super arm opens up what is known as the magnet beam. Uh, the magnet beam in the original is very kind of finicky because it's like this, it's, 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 how would I describe it? Like it, it phases in and out. So it's hard to gauge where it stops and Mega Man loses his momentum and just down as soon as you fall. And it's mostly used to avoid platforming and all that other junk. It's a safety net, but it's, you know, it lasts at most three to five seconds. And I heard of this glitch. I didn't see it myself was if you use the magnet beam at the top and then you jump, you die. I don't know if that was confirmed, but that's kind of weird because that's something you're going to be doing a lot of times especially with a lot of stages that are a lot of like oh i have death pits everywhere this whole entire part is a death pit uh, no so you might do that sometimes it's kind of strange but knowing that rush isn't available for a while it's, it's a neat little trick to have um iceman is next and it's a water treatment plant so ice level ice physics but more than anything else, this place is the introduction of the whoop, 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 the Yoku blocks. The most annoying freaking thing in these games. It's not as terrible as um, Heat, I believe it's Heat Man. I want to say it's Heat Man from 2. That level is a bitch because they do the Yoku blocks over a fire pit to the end of the stage. And there's like no safety nets there. And it's just like, why would you even develop this kind of monstrosity? But Iceman has the Yoku blocks in these like ice, you know, these water filled caverns, you know, so it's a bit of a safe kind of puzzle. So that's the idea. They keep going whoop, whoop, whoop in different spots and you kind of have to jump your way through it. Uh, you can also use the magnet beam on one of them to jump to some, to some of the others and then just nope out. So if you don't want to fuss with any of the Iceman stuff, you can just jump through. Iceman is one of the harder ones because he actually shoots you with his weapon. And, you know, he still does the jumping damage and shit, but he's actually trying to shoot your ass. And... The, the eye slasher is very directional. It's not as forceful as the fireman stuff, but it's still kind of... And you just got to watch out for it. Uh, but if you survive him, you know, by using a couple of different weapons, he's one of the few that actually has multiple weaknesses, even though Thunder is the main one, you get the ice slasher itself, which is a directional ice attack. And fireman is the last one. This one's kind of kind of obtuse because there's a lot of like it's not a vertical stage it's not a horizontal stage it's a stage full of obstacles 
a lot of them are fire obstacles. So you got the fire pits, you got the fire wheels, you got fire stuff, and some of them you can use ice on. Some of you, some of them you can't. There's a couple of spots where you have to hit one, jump, hit another one, jump through, and jump again. You know, like three stages to get through. Get through Fireman, and then he will just use tons of fire, and he will just shoot fire very very fast he doesn't even jump all that much he will but he's just firing that thing at you and hoping you die so you gotta kill him faster and then it, it gets done but if you get through all six you get to another one in powered up known as oil man um so this one was from the psp version an oil man it's kind of an old western desert um neat stage with a bunch of kind of inner workings and other stuff. It's a very vertical stage in spots as some of them tend to be. Um, oil man himself, honestly, not all that threatening. His whole idea is he's trying to put these oil slicks on the floor and then jump down at you and slide into you. It's, I mean, the, it'll do damage, but he's just kind of shooting you from the top. He doesn't really, he doesn't come off as all that threatening. And he's got these weird, like, fish, like, you've seen the anime with the, you know, anime aesthetic with the girls with the huge fish lip kind of thing. That's what his face looks like. It's it's an unflattering look for a character that's not all that threatening and just kind of stupid. And you get his oil slick maneuver, and it's a, it's a neat trick, but I don't know if it's worth you know, playing the powered up version solely to experience it. The idea with the oil slide is exactly what it says. You put an oil slick on the ground, you put a few of them, and Mega Man will just slide into enemies and do damage. Cool idea, but honestly kind of lacking. I would have been I would have loved to see what the Time Man and Bond Man would have been if they would have added that. But you get through the six stages or the seven if you do powered up, and then you get to Wily stages. And the thing I notice about the Wily stages is a lot of spiky death stuff, a lot of like magnet beam over spikes, a lot of death traps that you have to go through. Some of them are very uh, like claustrophobic stages. Uh, Wily stage three in particular is this like weird stage that has like two thirds of the stage is like this weird pink glob of you know, brick, and you're just going through an area. It's like the ugliest version of the Castlevania uh, color scheme you could think of, but in a Mega Man game, it's not the most flattering of looks, to be honest. Um, which kind of sucks, because Wily Stage 3 actually has some of the best music. It's, it's a very good driving theme, a very simple, straightforward, almost metal theme to it. But, man, it's just kind of an ugly stage. But... But you're fighting your way through various enemies, big monsters, spiky death pits, and all this stuff. Wily Stage 1 is infamous because of the Yellow Devil. I don't know if that's exactly what he's called. It's it's kind of a nickname. Eventually, I think it's stuck. Because the developers knew that that's what he was called. And, you know, he's just kind of this rock monster, morph monster thing that just... The, the way it works is that he keeps dividing into separate segments of rock and he's just trying to bash into you and then reform at the end. You can only hit him when his eye opens for like a split second. And the rocks always go into the same pattern, but it's still, there's like no room to move and you're just kind of stuck. 
there is a trick to open like the pop you know pause and unpause the menu with the elect beam and just kind of just just chunk damage almost like i think it was the microwave beam in super metroid same idea you would pause and unpause it and then one of the bosses would just get fried it, same idea there because you have such a limited time frame to to attack the eye it's better off just to use the elect beam and just save yourself the trouble um the boss in the second stage is known as copy robot or copy man and he copies Mega Man, but you just use firestorm and just smack him all over the place the third boss is an underwater boss um it's trying to basically ram you with its bubbles you just use the you just use the super throws for a little while and smack it and then you could just use the buster and just destroy it um and then wily stage four uh, is the final boss rush the rest of the monsters that exist in this area will fight you and then you fight against wily and the thing about wily is that every single game under most circumstances he has his main machine then he has himself or he has the main machine he has himself in that machine and then later on he would have a second boss fight which would be in his pod with you know some unique weird mechanic like he'd turn into a monster or he would show up in silhouettes in the shadows and whatever and attack you you know weird wild stuff this is pretty basic he has his giant machine that's shooting weird orbs at you and he's trying to just basically murder you same idea just thunder beam him just thunder beam his face off and then he dies and it's there nice easy game you can beat in an hour it's still got some uniqueness to it i don't think it's as hard as some of the Mega Man x games but it's also not as like unforgiving as Mega Man 2 which had stuff like the quick man like uh uh, it was either quick man or flash man which had those dropping levels with those instant death bars that would kill you and then you had the heat man, you know, like I said, the Yoku blocks over the death pits, you know, the fire death pits, like nothing that extreme. It's definitely doable. But again, you don't have anything like a mega buster. You don't have rush. You really just have a magnet beam, which is nice, but it's very basic. So Mega Man lives under the basic tenets of basic does what it does. And if you like Mega Man, it does what it does as far as like positives and negatives i mean the music is really freaking good still it doesn't have the crazy metal you know goodness of like wily stage one from Mega Man 2 or the opening theme or some of the higher end themes from two or three but the music here is nice and simple some of them are very jazzy some of them are very high-pitched piano stuff some of them are really kind of straightforward my favorite was wily stage three which was just a lot more hectic but very dour like metal kind of theming to it my other favorites were bomb man cut man elect man not a big fan of the other ones but that's just personal preference i don't think anything here is really that bad i mean you get the original you get the stage themes you get stage selects you get all the neat features um, the one song I will kind of annoy, was annoyed by when listening to it by itself was the boss theme. It just didn't have anything to go by. And, and you're, if you're not in the actual boss fight, you're missing the context of, okay, I'm fighting the boss. I'm distracted. When you're trying to listen to it as a song, it's just kind of there. 
and it, it repeats really quickly. I, the Mega, the, like the Wily boss fight does too, but it has a little bit more to go with it. The, I think the best way I would describe the music here, it's not a one-to-one comparison, but I would say if you've ever played Mike Tyson's Punch-Out, um, it, it's not a perfect one-to-one representation of that, but think of some of the stuff like the the jogging theme or the opening themes to the songs, you know, all the little ditties that you would hear from them, you know, as they're being introduced, that sort of thing. Or even the, the fight themes from punch out. It's kind of like that. It's not made by the same person. Mega man by and large doesn't have like one main composer most of the time. And even like Keiji Inafune, he was just an artist back then when this came out. He en- ended up taking kind of control of the games, much like like Koji uh, Igarashi did for Castlevania later on. But they started, you know, small in their respective franchises, you know. But, you know, it's one of those things where different musicians do different things, but Mega Man is still kind of known for the music, and it's still prevalent here. I think, you know, Mega Man 2, Mega Man X, all that stuff's going to be a lot more memorable, but you're still going to have some themes that are going to be really interesting and memorable. Less so for the visuals. I've said as much, the visuals in this game are just very bleh. And a lot of that had to do with either the the game design. I think in 2 and 3, they start... Well, 3 had a bit of an issue because they were rushed for time. But 2, 4, 5, 6... Of course, the passage of time. You know what you're going to do. There's a lot more intricacies. It just seemed to me like some of the stage designs, a lot of the weird purples and pinks and just garish color schemes didn't work for a Mega Man. It was kind of the same way that the high bright colors and the oranges and the blues didn't really work well with a Castlevania theme. And you were kind of expecting more of like what what Simon's Quest would do. The lot, a lot of the darker grays and blacks and blues and dark reds work a lot better for that. Um, as a first attempt, though, Mega Man is fine. You get what you're paying for, even if it's not the most extreme example of it. It's not the hardest Mega Man out there, but it's also not the best designed. It's got some weird foibles and glitches and stuff that you can do, whether it's good or bad. But it's what got the series its start, and it was popular enough that it ended up making Mega Man 2, 3, 4, and every game that we're going to talk about eventually. So... If you have the Mega Man Legacy Collection and want to play this back, I definitely would. It's still a tough game, even by normal standards. I would put it on, say, the harder versions of a Mario game or a DKC. It's not as unforgiving as some of the later Mega Man games are. None of the cheaper, annoying deaths, I don't think. That rail platform bullshit aside, you know, I'm not going to complain about the rail platforms like I would say the trapdoors from Metal Gear, you know. That stuff is bullshit. But the rail platforms aside, it's like, eh, there's not too many of those kinds of instances throughout the rest of the game. So you should, you know, if you have have a chance to play it, or if you have played it before, you definitely enjoy it still. But that will do it for Mega Man 1987. Next time, we'll talk about Mega Man X2. So that is the sequel to Mega Man X, which was my favorite game of the franchise and the one that I 
really played a lot of. Um, Mega Man X2, I played all the way through and beat it on a couple of occasions, but I get the distinct sense that I wasn't as much a fan of it. And I don't exactly know why. There's still a lot of good stuff in there, but for some reason it wouldn't, it didn't grab me. I don't think X2 and X3 grabbed me the way Mega Man X1. Maybe it was the, this was the first one. You know, that sort of thing is a strong feel. But we will get to Mega Man X2. Um, certainly no shortage of fun for those first three Mega Man X games. Um, after that will be Mega Man Legends and Mega Man Battle Network. And that will finish up Mega Man. Then we'll get back to the uh, regularly scheduled programs as we're reaching the 100th episode. But that will do it for me today. And I'll see you guys next time. Citizen Strive, signing off. <laughs>